Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, on the rise, coronavirus cases hit a new milestone as officials urge Americans to get vaccinated to slow the spread. And this morning, the promising news in that fight, what we're learning about the FDA's final approval for the Pfizer vaccine. Moving towards full approval will dramatically increase vaccine rates amongst the unvaccinated. We're live with everything you need to know. Plus, triumphant Team USA from shot put. 28-year-old from Boring, Oregon, starts with a throw past 22 meters. Hello. To canoeing. And the first ever Olympic gold medal in women's canoeing. To women's soccer earning bronze. Just ahead, we have the highlights from Tokyo and an incredible story about an Olympic diver who owes it all to his adoptive dad. He sacrificed just so much, and he, he's done everything for me. And having him at the Olympic trials, I can feel how much he supports me. Our conversation with father and son straight ahead. And flipping out, the women of the U.S. gymnastics team are taking over our plaza for a very special homecoming. They'll join us live after returning home from Tokyo just hours ago. Our special conversation today, Thursday, August 5th, 2021. You're from East Red Rapids, Michigan. Anchorage, Alaska. special day on this plaza, I mean, don't this we? Is not just any ordinary day on this plaza. The U.S. women's gymnastics team has returned to the U.S., returned triumphant, and they have decided to make their very first stop right here to this plaza. Shall we give them the introduction they deserve as they arrive? Let's Ladies go. and gentlemen, Grace McCallum.
chat with them yeah, just then. It's going to be a lot of fun. Probably a little overwhelming, too, considering they just got off the plane a few hours ago. But they were partying in Times Square. We saw you. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit, guys. But first, Craig's in Tokyo to get us caught up on the latest Olympic action. Hey, Craig. Hey, Hona, Savannah. Good to see both of you. Gymnastics, of course, is wrapped up here in Tokyo. But things are heating up here in track and field for Team USA, including... A really exciting one-two finish in one event in particular. NBC's Tom Yamas over at Olympic Stadium covering it all for us. Hey, Tom. Hey, Craig, good morning again. You know, Team USA finally has a gold medal on the men's side in track and field. Thanks to shot putter Ryan Krauser, he took that 16-pound shot and he launched it 76 feet. It's a new Olympic record. This as Team USA's women's soccer team finally showed up, reminding us of that team that won the World Cup. Lina's corner. She's going for goal and scores! The U.S. women's soccer team came out strong in its final game in Tokyo taking an early and commanding lead over Australia, beating them 4-3 and winning the bronze medal match. First ever bronze medal for the U.S. women's national team at the Olympic Games. From the field to the track, Olympians battling heat, hurdles, and heartbreak. They just got outrun here. This is a huge shot. The U.S. men's 4x100 relay team failing to qualify for the final after bungling a baton transfer, placing sixth in its heat. The story is the U.S. men are out. I did what I could do. While other U.S. sprinters fared better, Grant Holloway grabbing the silver in the men's 110-meter hurdles final and Noah Lyles taking the bronze in the men's 200-meter final behind teammate Kenny Benarek and Canadian Andre de Grasse, who won gold. You said that... That it was boring to be a bronze medal winner. What'd you mean by that? It's boring, you know. Uh, I've been a winner in winning for a very long time. And actually, you know, losing in that race in this Olympics was my only my second loss in my whole pro career. And, you know, I don't like bronze. <laughs> I'm not satisfied with bronze. That's boring. You know, I want to go for gold. And you would have to say an A-plus performance today for the United States. On the beach, Americans April Ross and Alex Kleinman, both from Southern California and so far undefeated in Tokyo, beating Switzerland in straight sets, advancing to the gold medal match. And while many athletes are sprinting for gold, other Olympians are walking to the finish line. The men's 20-kilometer race walking requires competitors to keep one foot in contact with the ground at all times. Italy's Stano Massimo, with that unique stride, able to pick up the pace, winning gold. Love those race walkers. All right, throughout the Olympics, we have been showing you those great moments that sort of signify and highlight the Olympic spirit. We saw a great one just recently. This is Great Britain's Katarina Johnson. And take a look at what happened with her. Uh, she was suffering from an injury in her thigh in the 200 meters. She sort of cramped up. They offered her a wheelchair, but she refused this. And she actually decided to finish on her own. She walked the rest of the way. You can see she was struggling. She was in pain. But clearly... She doesn't have a medal, but she's clearly an Olympic champion, Craig. Somebody who can finish a race like that in pain. It shows you how tough these athletes are, how much they go through, and, and how important it is to always finish the race. Craig? Yep. That is why she is an Olympian, and that is why you and I talk about the Olympics, Mr. Yamas. Thank you, sir. Uh, and, of course, we're going to have much more from here in Tokyo. do that speed walking thing. 
I don't even think we can do that, my friend. Uh, we will send it back to New York for now, though, SG. I've seen you speedwalk to the sake bar, Craig, though. I've seen that a couple of times. All True. Right. <laughs> we'll uh, move to another story, big story this morning. Unfortunately, the coronavirus surging once again as the number of worldwide cases passes an astounding milestone, more than 200 million. And here in the U.S., infections have increased sixfold in just the past month. NBC's Morgan Chesky is in New Orleans for us. One of the nation's hot spots once again. Morgan, good morning. Yeah, Savannah, good morning. And doctors here are hoping that that final approval for Pfizer's vaccine comes sooner than later because any uptick in vaccinations could hopefully slow down record hospitalizations here in the state of Louisiana. And all across the country, we are seeing unprecedented steps to try to curb the spread of this virus. New York City becoming the first in the nation to require proof of at least one shot for patrons of any indoor public place like a restaurant, gym, nightclub or other entertainment venue. And back here in Louisiana, doctors are seeing a troubling new trend. Younger patients getting seriously ill from COVID. One in five new cases in this state is a teenager or a child. And they are seeing patients come in suffering from high fevers, the uh, struggle to breathe. And we actually had a chance to speak to 16-year-old Riley Bro, a healthy teenager who just left this hospital after spending three days here on oxygen. Her parents telling me they were unsure of the vaccine initially, but after speaking to staff here, they're now convinced they need to get it themselves. And they've set up those appointments, hoping that other people can hear from their lesson before it's too late. Savannah. All right, Morgan Chesky in New Orleans for us. Thank you, Morgan. All right, let us switch gears, guys, because it is time for <laughs> the morning boost. Let's shall we do it? Here we Let's go. All right. There have been so many touching moments in Tokyo. This one right there is on top. As Tom mentioned, American Ryan Krauser set an Olympic record in the shot put. Amazingly, he did it on his first throw. His second throw, by the way, went even farther, and another even farther than that. But here's what's really going to tug at your heartstrings. After Krauser won the gold, he dedicated the victory to his late grandfather, who died just a week before the games began. Krauser held up a sign. It said this, Grandpa, we did it. 2020 Olympic champion. And the Olympian especially missed his grandpa because, by the way, guys, the very first time he ever threw that shot was in his grandpa's backyard. Oh. So he did it for him. We've heard that theme, haven't we? We have. Do it's it so beautiful. I, yeah. I swear every Olympian has a story. Yeah. A beautiful story. Yes. Actually, we're going to get to share a little bit more of Ryan's story. He's going to be in our next uh, hour, next, yeah. the third hour of today. So It'll be great. All right. Guys, we are in the presence of greatness. Oh, really? Ladies, oh, I'm sorry. Well, why don't you come on over? Much more with them right after this. Yes. 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 The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. talk to them too. I have a lot of great questions for the ladies, but before we do, let's get a check of the weather. Okay, let's check it out. Show you what we got going on all across the country. We are looking at pleasant weather northeast on into the Ohio, Ohio River Valley. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Hear it. And that is your latest weather. Ladies? All right, Al, we've been teasing them all morning. It is time. We're going to have some fun with the women of Team USA Gymnastics, fresh from Tokyo. Fresh? Kind of. Fresh. <laughs> McCallum, Jordan Childs, and Jade Carey. Ladies, hey, welcome, ladies. welcome. Okay, so this is kind of your first taste of being home, having a crowd, feeling adored and loved. So, Simone, what does it feel like yeah. getting back? It feels amazing, especially to have all the support and love here back home in the States and feel that. It feels really nice. Is it? Does it feel strange, kind of overwhelming, yeah. everybody cheering you yeah. on? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but not a bad feeling, yeah. is it? No. Jordan, what are you feeling? I'm very, I feel very honored. This is an amazing feeling. I'm happy to be back into the United States. It's something that we've all been waiting for. So. <laughs> well, you guys just got back yes. from Tokyo yesterday. And then I've already seen on Instagram you hit the town a little bit. <laughs> what are going you on? Yeah. Raise your hand if you were in Times Square. Oh, you guys know how to have some fun. Um, what I loved is y'all were watching gymnasts perform in Times Square, and y'all were freaking out watching them. <laughs> were people freaking out watching you guys? What happened, yes. Suni, when they saw y'all? Um, they were asking for, like, pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, know, they it was were. Really, it was so cool. Did it feel strange? Yeah. Yeah, it does feel strange just walking around the town and everyone asking for pictures, yeah. but it was really cool. Isn't it, isn't it kind of weird? I know you guys are, are famous, but now you are household names. So now, Grace, when you walk around, people know you. Jade, they know you. What is that, what is that feeling like for you, Grace? I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird, like, walking around and having people ask, like, oh, are you Grace? And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, people like us, we just said, could you guys record something for our kids? I, yeah. mean, I guess you're going to have to get used to that. Everybody, you know, kind of wants to have a little, a little piece, piece of you. Does that feel exciting or a little bit scary, a little overwhelming? Simone, what would you? What advice would you yeah. give? You're the veteran. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to it. I feel like it's fair overwhelming so to just set your boundaries and stick with that yeah I think the thing that struck me about you guys when we were over there is not just how amazing you were but how how amazing you were for each other if I want to know what sportsmanship is in the dictionary I would look up this team Aww. I would look up how you guys 
were there for each other. Simone, how you were leading the cheering. SUNY, when you won, we all felt like we won together. Yeah. When you guys won the silver, we all felt it. Jade, when you hit that gold, I mean, <laughs> I have videos of us freaking out. Like, those are the ones I'm going <laughs> to cherish. But talk to me a little bit about that, that sisterhood and that sportsmanship. I think, honestly, we all just have that little, like, that piece of us that we all can give to each other, even if it's just, like, supporting or, you know, giving each other encouraging words. So the sportsmanship aspect of everything is literally us being together and bonding. It it definitely helps. Jordan, you cried. Yeah. There were literally shots of you sobbing while Simone was nailing her routine. You were like, I can't take it. That's love right there. Yes. You, Jordan and Simone were pretty good friends before, but did you guys really know each other all that well from competitions? I mean, was this kind of a bonding experience? Um, yes. And like camp and stuff, so like, we're pretty much always together and stuff, so even at competitions, we're always cheering each other on. Yeah. Jay, do you just get up and look at your gold medal? I mean, that that gold medal hanging around your neck is something incredibly special. Yes, I I just love it so much. <laughs> Anybody sleeping with their medal? Like putting it under their did, pillow. You didn't, you didn't put it in your carry. You put it in your carry-on, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone okay, puts it in their carry-on. Yeah. Got to make sure. All right, we got to ask Al Roker. I think he's got a couple of questions from from the crowd. People want to talk to you. Who do you got, Al? Did we do? Let's start off. Uh, Christine, you're Old Bridge, New Jersey. Teacher, you've got some questions. Yes, um, a bunch of us are teachers, and we would like to know when we go back and brag that we met you because we're so proud of you and we love you so much. But what advice would you give to our students uh, who have Olympic-sized dreams? That's Woo. a good question, you guys. Yeah. Um, I would say um, to dream big, never give up. Um, even if you're walking on that road alone, it pays off. Yeah. What does it take? Jordan to, to, Ooh, to really get well, here. It takes a lot of dedication, a lot of dedication, and, and also the right support that can be, be behind you for your whole entire journey, yeah. as yeah. well as hard work and sacrifices. Yeah. And it takes a lot of courage sometimes to do things that people didn't expect. Have you had a second, Simone, to sit with everything that happened? Because now you've been on a flight, you've had a yeah. chance to rest and reflect on it. I um, feel like I'm so overwhelmed, but I truly believe everything's supposed to happen for a reason. And Have you thought, Simone, like, do you, do you feel like you know now why why it happened then? You know, what kind of brought it on? And like, all no time. Telling. Yeah, I mean, it does feel yeah. that way. I have no idea, but I'll be forever grateful for that moment and everything that happened. Because back in one piece, I have a good head on my shoulders, and I feel... I just feel fine. Yeah. Good head on your shoulders and two more medals around <laughs> your neck. Not too bad. Yes. Yeah. All right, Mr. Roker, you got another question for us? Yes, I've got this young man, Antonio, from uh, Miami, Florida. What's your question, Antonio? So, how do the... Compared oh, to all your other achievements. Wait, say that one more time, Antonio. Uh, one more time. How do these medals from Tokyo compare to all your other achievements? Oh. Oh. oh that's a good uh, question. Yeah. I think these medals just mean a lot more to all of us because we we went through so much on the floor and just behind the scenes that nobody could see. So I feel like it's just more yeah. memorable and it just means a lot more. Especially yeah. with the whole extra year of all yeah. of us mm-hmm. training, yes. like COVID and all of that stuff. Okay. Grace? I agree. I think it just kind of shows like all our hard work in the gym and the extra year has paid off. 
Definitely. Were there times? I mean, having that extra year is hard. Yeah. Um, I know you call yourself an old grandma. Yes. Which makes me laugh. Please. Because Hoda and I always yes. look at each other. If she's the old grandma, we don't, we even, don't even know. Even we don't want to put in the grave that. But, um, but I mean, that extra year—that's hard. And to, to keep really your motivation, hard. but also to keep yeah. yourself in shape. I mean, right. was talk about how difficult that was. For me, it was really hard because I had already dedicated three and a half years, and then another year that I wasn't expecting. But at that point, it's like every Olympian was in it together so it's mm -hmm. like you just have to deal with it yeah keep training um Suna, you got to see your family here on the plaza and everybody else is waiting jade i know your dad's been with you obviously all right first person that you're going to want to wrap your arms around when you get home simone biles who's first <laughs> i think my dogs will be at the airport i think my mom will be me no. <laughs> so your mom and your puppies yes and your cute and cute ron and your cute boyfriend yes. your cute boyfriend's at training camp he's at training camp so i'll see him later in the well day. all right <laughs> let's hear it jordan who's first oh probably my mom Yes. Yeah. We love Jeannie. Yeah. That's good. That would be, that, yeah. Yeah. Grace? Um, either my mom or dad. <laughs> Are you guys just dying? I mean, you must yeah. be happy yeah. at the bit. Jade, you've got your dad here. Yep, my mom when yep. I get home. Of course. Aww. I think we got another question for Mr. Roker. Who you got, Al? Oh, we've got Allie from Westminster, Maryland. Hi, Allie. Hi. Uh, my question is, you ladies are such incredible role models. Uh, in this moment, who are your role models right now? Oh. Who are our role uh, models? Oh. Yes, Simone. Me? <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a lot of sports athletes. I really love Naomi Osaka, Serena Williams, LeBron James. Can we just, just sit for a second and just hear what your teammates just said? I'm sorry, I don't think I heard you. Mine's Simone. <laughs> Mine is too. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate Simone, it. Simone, sometimes you just got to receive it. Yeah. Yes. So I love that. these girls. I think that's a perfect place yeah. to end it right so, there and yes. say thank you. We thank love you all. all of you. Thank you. You made us proud in thank every you. way and in a really deep way for these Olympics, so thank you to all of you. Yeah, thank you. We're going to have a lot more with these ladies throughout the morning. Ladies, thank you so much. And then we're going to sample some of Japan's favorite drinks and treats. You guys can see for that, too. Amazing. Y'all did women such great who, yeah, work. Yeah, brought this team across the finish line. It's just beautiful. Jen and Chanel joined. Al is here. I've got Hanode right off stage here. Hanode! By the way, I love seeing Jen up for the first time because I haven't seen her in so long. Can I just show you something? Makeup all over Wait, this is my blazer. And uh, she, she gave me the biggest hug, but this blazer actually belongs to yes. Jenna. Oh, and we, had a big, we had a big reunion, and then I unfortunately ruined my own blazer. I love you, Jenna. Okay, uh, also, you guys, there's a real amazing story I think you're going to like. It's real close to my heart. U.S. diver Jordan Wendell, he's got an extraordinary journey to Tokyo. It was guided by the help of his equally remarkable adoptive dad. Um, he's going to be diving today, so it's going to be pretty cool. Oh, Look forward cool. to him. Yep. And we've got Candice Gumai here. She's brought another taste of Japan to our plaza. Snacks, desserts, and an adult beverage. Oh, wow. well, <laughs> and then on the third hour, Mary Carrillo finds out what it takes to make it in Japan's national sport. Sumo. Ooh, look forward to that. But first, a friend you will no doubt recognize once you come here and say something about tomorrow on today. For a second, I Who thought it was going to be Hinode. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think Hinode can talk. No, she can't. A little better even than Hinode. Take a look. Okay. You'll like this.
Coming up in the Today Show, oh, a big announcement from me, Ed Sheeran. Uh, I hope you like it, and if you don't, then <laughs> what are we going to do? Oh, what are we going to do? Do y'all like Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Ed Sheeran, right. he's got a big announcement. Don't miss that. That's tomorrow morning on Today. Nice. Craig. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. By the way, don't miss the exciting show that we have for you on our streaming channel. With the inside scoop on everything from how athletes are, you know, hanging out on the set, the Hino Day's journey home, it was actually pretty cool, and also how we created that really awesome Olympic Plaza that you guys are enjoying there in New York. You can catch it today at today.com at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 5.30 p.m. It's today, behind the scenes. Today all day, JBA. Oh, I love it. Okay, Al, should we get the weather? Let's see what's going on as far as there. Tokyo weekend outlook. Temperature is going to be in the mid-90s, and by the closing ceremony, it's going to feel like 103 degrees out there. Yikes. And a little closer to home, our weekend outlook for tomorrow. Scattered storms down to the south. Showers out west. And as we move into Saturday, we're expecting wet weather along the mid-Atlantic coast. Inland heat out west. A heat wave in the central plains. Sunday. Sunday! A beautiful beach day up and down the east coast. Showers around the Great Lakes. Sunny and dry out west. And that is your latest one, guys. <laughs> All right, Al. Um, okay, should we spend a little bit more time with our crowd? Yes. yes. Okay. We're Simmy. gymnast from the Gotham Gymnasts in Brooklyn. Aww. Okay, so these guys were practice, Sunni, um, and they were just going about their practice, and then they had to pause for a second because you were about to win gold. So take a look. Aww, they dead stopped, that. and then the minute they saw you, they went crazy like everybody. What do y'all want to say to Sunni? We love you so much. We were in vault practice, and we watched you, and you just won, and we got in a lot of trouble, but <laughs> we were so excited, and we got up really, really early to watch all of you guys every single morning. And it was so fun to watch all of you kill it. Thank you. Oh, my God. Are they not inspirations? They are the bomb. All right, go get them, Gotham. All right, thanks, guys. So sweet. How awesome was that? So really cool. Yeah. Really cool. That is so good. Coming up next, y'all, one of our favorite Olympic stories, the Team USA diver who credits his success to his adoptive dad, Hoda's inspiring conversation with them. But first, this is Today on NBC. We are back from here in Tokyo and New York with a truly remarkable story of one of the athletes representing Team USA, Spin. Yes, all eyes will be looking up at diver Jordan Wendell, a two-time national champion, when the 22-year-old Texan steps out on the Olympic platform tomorrow. Yeah, Jordan proudly represents not only the United States, but also his birth country of Cambodia and his adoptive father. Their story is so inspiring, they've even written a children's book. Take a look. There once was a man who wanted to be a father more than anything in the world. And one day, he'd have a magical son who beat the odds and soared above. Jordan defies gravity when he's in the air, and it really is poetry in motion. Jordan Wendell's journey has all the drama you'd expect for an Olympian, but above all, this is a love story about a bond between a father and a son. When he would tell the other animals that he wanted to be a dad, they just laughed at him and said, oh, it can never be. 
Jerry Wendell, a single gay man, knew he'd be the best of dads. But it was 1997, and most of the world did not agree. Having a dream of having a child, that seemed out of reach. Why did it feel like that to you back then? There was such homophobia and, and bigotry around the, the concept of a gay person being a parent. Even folks who loved me said, you can't be a dad if you're going to be gay. Illegal in the United States at the time, adopting a child from Cambodia was Jerry's only hope. In a land far away called Cambodia, there was a little boy who was left in an orphanage when he was just a baby. His parents presumed dead. Jordan spent the first year of his life struggling to survive. The nannies handed the baby to me. I mean, he was two years old, but he was 16 pounds. I didn't know if he would live or die. He looked that sick. Jordan was overcome with parasites, infections, malnutrition. I promised him that I promised him that I would do everything that I could that he wouldn't ever have to suffer again. I would make every sacrifice I could as a parent to give him every opportunity to know what life was. <laughs> and did you take a big mouthful of it? Huh? Jerry made good on that promise, giving his son the world. Okay, Jordy, fire it in there. From Little League to diving lessons, Jordan took off. When he was seven, coaches nicknamed him Little Luganus, after the former Olympic gold medalist Greg Luganus. He was that good. I like it because he gets to jump around, have fun, learn new things. As Jordan reached new heights, his number one fan stood by. Yeah. A proud papa in the stands. But Jordan began to notice he was not like the other kids. Daddy, Jordy whispered, why am I brown and you're white? Kids at school would ask me why I was a different color or why my dad doesn't have a wife or why I don't have a mom. What did you say, Jordan, when they said, where's your mom? I didn't have an answer. Uh, hmm. I, was, I was so young that it just came at me so hard that I couldn't say anything back. It started to be overwhelming. To comfort his son, Jerry fabricated bedtime stories about a prince in Cambodia. Together, they crafted and published a children's book, An Orphan No More. Not only did they help me sleep, but they helped me keep an open mind and be my own person. And it also allowed me to dream bigger. A few years ago, the two went back to where it all began, a homeland tour and diving exhibition for the children of Cambodia. Chanting his name, they clamored for pictures with the one they considered a blessed child. None of those blessings is lost on Jordan. Thank you. You're welcome. We were walking around and I saw just a bunch of kids bare naked running around and playing. And it, uh, um, you know, it, oh gosh, sorry. It's okay, honey. Shoot, sorry. It, um, it just, it's, it, it hurts just cause I can't do anything. <laughs> I just don't have the power. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where, um, you know, reaching the Olympic goal and hopefully making my name into something that can mean something um, will then help others in the future. So. 
Jordan dives for the USA and symbolically for his mother country. Coloring's done. He recently tattooed the Cambodian flag on his arm so the world could see it when he leaps off the board. Jordan also dives for his father. He sacrificed just so much and he, he's done everything for me. And having him at the Olympic trials, I can feel how much he supports me and he loves me. And I was able to uh, perform the best that I could for him. For him. Hmm. Isn't that nice? The story ends with the ultimate thank you to a man they said could never be a dad. This was his duckling. He was a father. And the little duckling would be an orphan no more. Together, they were a family. Oh. Is that unbelievable? Oh. I mean, don't you? Yeah. On so many levels. Jordan is an incredible kid. His dad is an incredible human being. His dad did say his biggest regret is not being able yes. to be there. But I promise you, you'll be hearing him oh. <laughs> from, from his his home. So when yeah. can we root for him? Now yeah. I'm all in. Well, he does compete tomorrow. I don't know what the t I guess we're working on the time. Okay. But, okay. but he does compete tomorrow. We'll so watching. watch out for Jordan. Jordan uh, Wendell, that name yeah. already yeah. means something. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I hope his Olympic dreams come true. I do, too. From uh, our conversation with Jordan. Check out today all day at 2.30 and 6.30 to p.m. And we'll have more on today.com, too, guys. Oh, that yeah. was beautiful. <laughs> Coming up next, Candice Kuma. you got a tough act to follow, but I know you're up to it, my friend. She's got some tasty Japanese snacks and treats that she says are easy to make, too. And a special lemonade with Ooh. a twist, yes. JBH. Yeah, a no, twist. no. I think a it's twist? especially for you. Oh, good. But first, this that. is today. Yeah. Like a NBC. twist. Well, it's 9 o'clock your time, Dakota. <laughs> you're still on Tokyo time. Our time. <laughs> Our time. <laughs> You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. We are back with Today Food. You can smell it. Celebrating the Olympics host oh. nation. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Japan's culture, <laughs> traditions, and yes, it's food, have made it a top global destination. And here to give us another taste of Tokyo and some of her favorite Japanese foods is culture and travel expert Candice Kumai. Candice, welcome back. to nice Candace, bottle of vodka in my office. I did. Thank you. I you did you leave that in welcome. my office? I did. Too. Thank you. I have one too. The gesture of you know, the morning. You know the way to our hearts. What are we starting with, by the way, so speaking of drinks? We're going to start with a Japanese yuzu lemonade. Mm. So what we're going to do is make a simple Japanese okay. cocktail. Grab some ice, mm -hmm. a little simple Topo Chico, syrup. this is a What's that? I love Topo Chico. It's, it's a sparkling water that, that oh, is delicious. Too. It's got a lot of carbonation. Mm. What's the way I like this? it? St. Charmaine yuzu oh. haku rice vinegar made mm. out of Japanese white rice. Are these mm. hard to find? These I think these ingredients, if you go out to the Japanese store, you should be able to find them. everything. Okay. And what okay. you're going to do... So is there alcohol in this? Yeah, there's Japanese no. rice vodka just oh. for you. Oh. He's going to go straight. Yeah, we've got a long show ahead. Give it a shake. What a yeah. And shaker. then you're going to top it off with a little bit of your favorite topo. Okay. Good. I wore my bartender outfit for you oh, all today. Oh, it's really pretty. <laughs> And what do you so there you go. Salt. And it's so quick. Grab some. It is delicious. It's yeah. full of oh, flavor. You want a bigger one? No. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. Isn't it you know good? It's like a super yeah. yuzu rice oh. vodka lemonade. Oh, my gosh. Right? 
Oh, look at Jenna's face. I love this. It's so good. It's sugar. You know what I think it'll go well with is some cold noodles. Oh, there you go, girl. Okay. Come on down. The next thing we're going to focus on. That was an Olympic gold medal segue. Cold noodles and sake. So men in Japanese. So every summer, my mother used to make a big bowl like this around the table. So take your noodles and the proper way to eat this. Are those ice cubes on top? Yes. On purpose? Yes. So you know how hot it is in Japan right now? Yes. Uh, this okay. is how the Japanese have stayed cool. That's okay. You dip it in this sauce. Oh, you dip it in the sauce. So grab your sauce. This is a dip in noodles. I can't do this elegantly. Men oh, in sauce. Yes, a mensuya sauce. Do you dump it in like that? Dump it in and watch my blouse. And then slurp it. Slurp it. Slurping, Slurping is okay in Japan. Yeah, Dip the sauce. It's made with dashi. Mm. Mm. It's made with a little bit of yuzu meat in. Try the sauce. I know. It's you know how. She's you know how messy I am. I don't want to do it yeah, you can add anything you'd That's like, togarashi, ginger, a little bit of sesame yeah, seed. Like there you go, right. dump That's it. Exactly. Okay, so That's it. Yummy. Wow, you guys got it. You guys have a lot what of courage wearing white. <laughs> Great. Oh, my goodness. That, what's that is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Not, it's that, sauce. It's it's sauce. sauce. Is this soba? It is soba. So soba, Japanese buckwheat noodle, delicious. noodles? This is called zaru soba. Again, you're going to dip this with a little bit of sauce. So what we're going to do is take... The cold soba. Wow, you guys really enjoy this. I know. Yes. So wait, but I just Candace, where can people at home get the sauce? Because I feel like that's Great what sets it apart. Question, Chanel. So what you do is you make this a ponzu sauce, ponzu a little bit of soy sauce, okay. soy sauce, okay. rice vinegar, citrus, like add some orange to it. Okay. It is so delicious. How come I only got one stick? You got another one? <laughs> I don't know what happened to your sauce. Take your first sauce. I didn't know if it was like a sauce. This is a different sauce. Ponzu sauce. Oh, I love ponzu. I love ponzu. We'll just have you. I want you guys to try the dipping, though. We like dipping. Wow, look how many noodles. This is a Savannah. Oh, no. That's good. The ponzu sauce. Thank you. And then what's the dessert? Dip that. Yum, Candace. We're already moving on. You are going to try. Why don't you let us eat that? You are going to try. It's delicious. How much time do we have? Is this made? Of one minute. Okay, yeah, one so, all right. I just didn't know if we had time. Oh, one minute. We yeah. got to get to that mochi, mm, to though. Dessert. Okay, so wagashi. Japanese mochi. Like wagashi. Yes, Japanese is so popular now. Savannah they, loves mochi. I do. People Pure. think Pure. that mochi Look is made with ice cream, but that's a very Americanized thing. Yeah, it this is. This is so pretty. Japanese uh, mochi. Fugetsudo, a Japanese company wow, in Los Angeles. Wow, this is Angeles. beautiful. Right? Do any of these oh, have wow. that red bean paste? You know what? I would try the one in the middle. Okay. Which yes. one? That and one what is or red bean? people who don't know? Good what, question. What, it's a sweet azuki bean what's made with passion? sugar, okay. and it's cooked down into a paste, okay. and it's in one. the inside of the mochi. I think that's strawberry. What's this, what's this one? That looks like red azuki bean. Red bean. And then on the inside, Chanel Bao, okay. oh, try whichever one you like. That one. Makes mm. these by hand. Mochi. They're a really good quality Japanese like American place to Those get mochi. They're all so pretty. So Those you can get so these yummy. here. Yeah. That's good. I really good. love. Me too. Wow. Nostalgic. Yeah. These were great, Candice. It's always just a fun experience. Amazing. Thank you, Candice. Yes. So good. No, Thank we're going to continue eating. That, What'd you leave in our office today? <laughs> I'm going to go back and <laughs> you off. Okay, yeah. good. I, I will it. get you a good wardrobe from <laughs> that dress. Oh, my friend, my friend. Candace, She's thank in. you so much. We'll be back in a moment. This is today on NBC. Just ahead from here in Tokyo, ladies, more medal winners are going to be paying us a visit, including Ryan Krauser, Joe Kovacs, 
They are the two that took home the gold and silver in shot put. And Hoda, it's a sport that you know well. That's it. <laughs> show us, show us your form. Come on. Just show us the form. Show us the form. Come on. Come on. Show us the form. Andrew, I can back up and kick. Oh, yeah. There's a bronze. All the way on 30th Street. Plus, we'll have much more with the stars of the morning, the U.S. women's gymnastics. They're team. such good sports. They're yes. amazing. They are amazing. We want to say thank you to, the, to our wonderful medal winners for coming to hang with yes. us. Yes. And I to our crowd. Our crowd oh, rocks. Yes. We have a surprise guest in the 10 o'clock. Do you know? I can't tell you. I did find out because nobody can keep a surprise, but it's a surprise for you. Okay. It's going to be awesome. And we'll talk to the gymnast again in the next Yeah. Of course you will. All right. But we'll be back, guys. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.